I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we coming from a basement to your headphones, barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome back to another scorching hot episode of the Podcastianos. I'm Jordan Hall, and I'm joined as always by a man who always makes the 25. It's Eric Wayne. Eric, how are you tonight? I am strong and healthy. How are you all? Yeah. Not too bad. Um, so obviously this is this is our last show before opening day. So that of course means it's the hot take bolt prediction episodes. Um, my... We have flawless record with these. We've we've yet to be wrong. Yes, all of them have have come true. Uh, my my phone has been literally on fire all day. It has been a hazard. Several people have told me you really should look into that. That seems dangerous to me. Uh, do you stop, drop, and roll, or do you have an extinguisher of some sort, or? I, I stop the phone, I drop it, and I roll it. I mean, I'm not the one that's right. on fire. Must be one of those Samsungs, right? <laughs> um, so uh, we'll we'll get to this in, in a little bit. But uh, opening day rosters are now set for the Tigers and all other teams. We only talk about the Tigers, but there are other teams in Major yeah. League Baseball. This is a Tigers podcast, in case you're a first-time listener. And it's the baseball team, not the animal. <laughs> Although we have some crossover appeal. Yeah, just 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 a little bit. Um, did you see the clip of Padres starting pitcher Chris Paddock being told on the mound, like as he was coming out from his last spring start that he made the team? I did. And his teammates were around him and it was fairly adorable. Was it not? It was like, I don't know. You, you get in the mode of these, these guys are just baseball robots. They go up there, they throw baseball hard <laughs> and they hit baseball far. Like that is a dream that that, you know, grown up yeah. kid just fulfilled. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It, baseball players literally carry clubs around with them to actually use the word literally appropriately. <laughs> but yes, they have feelings and emotions. Yeah. Just just like you and me. Well, just like you. Yeah. It's just like the segment of Us Weekly. Celebrities are people just like us. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big people list. Uh, you know, I like to I like to read celebrity magazines. Do you? No, uh, no I know. I, I was going to say that, that actually surprises me. Just just a no, hair. No, I, I can't stand it. Mrs. Wayne is big into the uh, into the magazines. Though, so. <laughs> I can see you get all kinds of subscriptions to your house. A couple. 
people. Yeah. Um, who were you happy happier about making the team, our team, going back to uh, White Sox legend Gordon Beckham or uh, Dustin Peterson? Well, Beckham, because on the last podcast, uh, we had a, we didn't have exactly have conflict hall, but I suggested to you that uh, Beckham is probably the first choice that to to make the team, and you poo pooed me. So I had a little bit of, you know, sweet vindication when he actually did make the team. With all due respect to Gordo, um, I do not regret <laughs> my poo-pooing in the slightest. Um, and just like I tweeted to you, like, you may have won this, but we are all losers when Gordon Beckham is on the 25-man roster of your team. With all due respect to Gordo. I'm far more excited about Peterson. I mean, he, he had a really good spring, and he's, he's like a real prospect. Beckham is like 32. Yes. I mean... As I've now reached 30, I will say 32. It's not not that old, but long in the tooth. <laughs> uh, you know who's, who's real excited about Dustin Peterson making the club? Who's that? Big Steve. He's been he's, oh, he's Big been, Steve. He's been on the Dustin Peterson train since the beginning, which is odd, but uh, he, he's he's in his element right now. Um, anyway, brings us this week's leadoff question: um, How would you want the news that you hadn't made the 25-man roster be broken to you? I, the manner in which you do it is less important to me that you do it directly and you do it as soon as you've decided. Like, I don't want you to me. I don't want to be hanging out on a limb any longer than I have to. Like if you've decided I haven't made it, go right up to me, say, Eric, uh, good efforts, but you've not made the team. Okay. So a that's little, what I want. A little more rip old the bandaid off. Okay. Yeah. I want, I want rip the bandaid off. I don't want to, you to know, milk it out with, you know, whatever. Oh. Just tell me. As as you know, I am I'm a millennial, so I have maybe a little bit different take on this. Got to protect um, your feelings. Yeah, you yeah. know what protects my feelings the best is food. Like if you're going to tell me bad news, <laughs> write it on a cake. Yeah, give me something that I can eat that will help me, you know, get over my pain. I would like it if they uh, got me a pizza that spelled out, you know, sorry you didn't nope. make it or you're number twenty six or something in pepperoni. I, I feel like that little... would be. That'd be the right. It's a little long. Just if they could just put no. No. Yeah. Uh, there, there we go. Yeah. There's, there's no reason yeah. to beat around the bush with with pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah. Big a big down arrow, but you have to import. You got to turn it the right way then to make sure it's it's communicating the right message. I guess you could do triple A, like three A's, <laughs> assuming that's where I would be going. Or or double A. Yeah. Maybe yeah. in your case. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> unnecessary dig. <laughs> Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall 23. Eric is at Comerica Eric and the show is at pod Castellanos. I am on the Instagram at Jordinio Four, primarily baseball and animal pictures, um, facebook.com backslash pod Castellanos. And we'd love it. If you take the time to subscribe rate and review us on iTunes, Google play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you listen to the show on. And Eric, guess what? I remembered to come up with some of the reviews since last, uh, since last episode. Promises kept, which has been several episodes ago because this is the first time I've looked, I think, this season. All right. I, I pulled up two. But this does prove that we, we do read them. Uh, we do appreciate. Um, and they're, they're very nice. Men, we are men of our words. Or a uh, man of Jordan's words. <laughs> the first one comes from uh, River Orns. Uh, five stars. The boys are back. And this is the review. Binge listen to every episode from the last weekend. I'm assuming season. In less than two weeks. Um, so happy they're back awesome. for the season. That is some, that's commitment. That's some real dedication. I don't know that I could listen to my own voice yeah. like that in in two weeks. I I know Whitney couldn't do it, but um, I we appreciate it, River, um, or whatever your name is, as that very well may not be your actual name. 
Um, River Phoenix. People are named River. Bodies uh, of Water. Lake. Lake Speed. It's fine. Name Lake. There's a person named Lake. There's a former NASCAR driver. His name was Lake Speed. That's a, would I lie to that you? That cannot be a real NASCAR name, like a real name. Like lakes, there's nobody named Speed that drives a Lake race car. Speed. Do you do you not have an infinite knowledge machine in your pocket in which you could verify such claims? I do, but we'll I, do it later. I'm we'll do it later. For sure, not going to. Um, and the other one is from PJT underscore Kaniac. Uh, five stars. Glad they're back. This is the review. Enjoyable each and every week. Entertaining. Being an old dinosaur. Love how the boys don't go overboard with fancy stats. I get OPS. But yeah. What the heck is war? Keep up the good work, guys. Now, what I'm hearing there is we, we um, could we could wax eloquently and give you a very thorough analysis. It's 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 just that we're we're choosing not to. Yes. It's like Ichiro. We could hit a home run <laughs> every at bat, but we're gonna slap hit. Yes, yeah. that, that, that's exactly right. So anyway, um, if you want to leave us a review, we would appreciate it greatly. Uh, take a screenshot, tweet it to us, um, make it funny, and we'll read it out on next week's show uh, to show our appreciation. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Yanos. So much like a raging volcano, the hot takes uh, will take a second to percolate and flow down um, to you, the, the village of listeners. Uh, so let's start with the final 25-man roster. Um, once Jacoby, uh, Verhagen, and Fulmer were placed on the aisle, no real surprises. Eight bullpen arms, including Norris, and the three bench pieces of uh, Hicks, Peter, uh, Peterson, and Gordon Beckham. Any, any? I, I, I say no real surprises. I, I wasn't surprised. Were you surprised? No, not really. I mean, the only... I mean, who are guys that are not on the roster who you thought had a chance? And that would be maybe Ronnie Rodriguez. Um, that's about it, isn't it? I mean, Kyle Funkhauser, maybe. They they kind of wringed their hands a little bit about letting Bobby Wilson go, which seems so weird to me. I didn't think of Bobby Wilson as that good. But they're retaining him on a minor league deal. Uh, evidently, he's going to play in AAA. But... Um, Otherwise, we we kind of retained everybody who we thought might be particularly helpful for us. Yeah, even now some decisions will have be have to be made when the guys come off the IR. But yeah, two 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 guys uh, in Jacoby and Verhagen will be back in the the relative yeah. near future. I mean, obviously Fulmer differently. Um, I was a little surprised that Buck Farmer made the team. Like I know that he doesn't have yeah. issues and and making a call. Like there wasn't necessarily anyone to replace him. Just. I feel like we've reached beyond the tipping point with Buck. As much you as you do, feel like he'd be the first man out when Verhagen comes back, don't you? Yeah, I mean, and, you, and that that's sense. fine. Yeah, there, there's not, nothing wrong with that. Or maybe Stump. Hmm. Depends on how how they do. They have three bull, uh, three lefties out in the bullpen: uh, Norris, Blaine, and Daniel Stump. I can't remember the last time that's been the case. That's true. Okay, thought that was going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have eight bullpen arms, so I mean that's. Yeah, how do, how do you feel about that? Is that unusual? It is. Usually, usually the breakdown is on an NL or an AL team would be seven and four. I mean, that's a little bit more. Um, well, this is an under the radar advantage for us not having um, Victor Martinez around anymore, right? Yeah, you can actually utilize the DH spot. Yeah, I mean, you you get a rotation in that DH spot, but you also get the roster spot. That's kind of an advantage. The one thing that I, I was trying to trying to work through in my mind is: does that lock Nico in kind of as the everyday DH with only two catchers? Um, you kind of almost can't DH Hicks 
Because what if Griner needs to come out of the game? Um, you would lose your DH. Uh, well, I think I think um, Nick and Miggy are going to do a lot of DHing. Yeah, that, that's probably fair. And then I, I really think that we're going to see Nico in the lineup three out of four days, if if not more. I mean, five, Nico's going to play a ton. Six He's, seven oh, days. He should be. You know, it's it's bad when your utility quote unquote utility guy is probably your third best hitter. And with all due respect to to Nico, like he, when we when I you know when we were on him in the spring last year, he was a utility guy. Like he's he is a much better baseball player now than he was at that point. And that's nothing but yeah. but credit to him that he's improved that much. Um, he does my outlook on the guy from the beginning of this year to the beginning of the previous year has so changed. I, I you know, I thought he was going to be just trash, but he, he, he was surprisingly so good last year for, for what he was called to do. Um, so let's talk about center field. Uh, Mikey and Nico are currently the only two center field options on the team. Are you, are you comfortable with that? Not that, not that we have a choice, but can, can Dustin Peterson can play center field? I mean, he, see none. I, I guess anyone could play anywhere, but I don't know that right, he should not play center there. field. I think he played there a couple times in the spring. Maybe, right. maybe in road parks he would be okay there. Maybe in up in Toronto. Well, here's the pain of the situation. Let's 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 imagine, let's visualize together, shall we? Our outfield at Comerica Park. In in right field, we have the stunning Nicholas Castellanos. Tell me something about his defense hall. It is maybe in one or two words. Not great. Okay. In the left field, we have one Kristen Stewart. Tell me a little bit about his defensive. I would actually rather defer to, to Lynn Henning about his defense. And what and what would he say? He would say it's not great. And it, it and is many, great. many other words. Yeah. So you you know, you have uh your book ended by some poo. And right in the <laughs> middle you put Jacoby Jones, who's got wheels, he's going to be able to go get it, he's going to be, you know, get some of these balls that the other guys can't. Well, he's out. And now are you going to you know, you're going to put Nico out there? That's tough to me. At least with Mikey, Mikey's got some wheels. At least he's now he's experienced in the outfield. I think Mikey's going to get a lot of work out there, which is just what everyone was Especially at Comerica. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only other thing I have as far as talking points, Turnbull has been cemented in the rotation. How do you feel about that? I think he's he's earned it. He's had a great spring. And uh, why not? You you need an arm. He's, um, you know, kind of this, you know, B-tier prospect, but he's performed well. He's kind of old enough. You, you just do it. Yeah. And I feel like he's more of a solid option than the Norris at this point. Oh, for Norris, sure. For sure. You know, we'll get into this later. There are some some underlying statistics that actually really, really suggest that Turnbull could um, could be a very nice piece for us. Yeah. We'll get he's kind it. of a chic. He's a chic pick, if you will. <laughs> um, anything you really couldn't stand from the, the 25 as it as is. Um. No, no. I mean, not particularly. I don't. I don't. It's who we have. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, we we have the best team that we can field with the with the guys that we have. Um, okay, so do you have the flamethrower ready? Like, are you ready to scorch some ears and incinerate some mobile devices? 
Yes, uh, what did, uh, you broke up at me. What are you doing? The, the predictions, the hot yeah. takes. Yeah, so the here, bold predictions. here's okay, how we'll we break it down. First, we've each created some over-unders for certain players. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Eric has the, the hitters. I have the pitchers. Um, we'll reveal the number uh, and then where, where we're setting the over-under. Uh, and then we'll place our guesses. Last year, I wrote it down. Realistically, I don't think I'm going to do that. So we'll, ju- we'll just do it for fun. And then you guys can, can yeah. score keep for us at home. Uh, yeah. Then we'll move on to our bold predictions for the year. Um, yeah. Those are a bit more generic, hopefully a little more loosey-goosey. Uh, and then we'll read out and discuss some of you guys, the listeners, um, scalding predictions. Uh, Eric, can you follow yep. that? Uh, I will try my best. Okay. How many over um, do you have? I have like six-ish. Okay. I have nine. Why don't I start? <laughs> good, good call. Okay. Uh, the first one, 30 starts for Jordan Zimmerman. Under. Okay. Just had, because he's old. He had 25 last year and hasn't hit 30 since 2015. Yeah, he's not. He's thir- no, he's not going to. What I, do you want? I got a feeling he's going to stay healthy this year. I don't, like you say, I don't know how many of those are going to be quality starts. I feel like we had this discussion right. last week. Well, I mean, there is this narrative, you know, uh, his his self-realized old man Zimmerman, and he's comfortable in that, and maybe he'll settle into that role. Yeah. Maybe. I'm still taking the under. I think I'm going to take the over. You know what he kind of starting to remind me of? Have you seen Grumpy Old Men and then Grumpier Old Men? Uh, with Walter Matthau yeah, and it's like these Jack super, Lemmon. Super old dudes that are just like complete dicks to each other. But it happens in Minnesota and they're just like such gruff old guys. Oh, yeah. They go ice fishing. And yeah, stuff. yeah. that's. I feel like that's what Jordan Zimmerman is, at, a 31-year-old version of those two guys. And also, can we just congratulate me for having seen a movie? How how often am I the one that that makes? Did you did you sit through the whole thing? Well, did you see that the um, uh, Infinity or Endgame for the Avengers is three hours and two minutes? Do you know how many sitcoms you, right you could away. watch in that time? Holy <laughs> crap! Not a chance. I'm, I mean, not that I would watch a superhero movie anyway, but not a th- three hours. Yeah. Okay. How do you like? How do you make it through bathroom wise for a three hour movie? I have a strong and healthy bladder. Do, do you do not? I couldn't. I couldn't make it, especially after I if I smuggle coffee into the movie theater. You're you're a millennial. You're weak. <laughs> you know you need need to be an old Wisconsin like Jordan Zimmerman. He probably could. He probably doesn't have to pee for days at a time. <laughs> He's like a camel. Wait, yeah. no, that's that's a different. That's the intake. You don't have to intake for you. <laughs> All right, move on. What's your number? um over under? Two times on the injured list for Miguel Cabrera. I'm taking the under. I must be in a good mood. I think Maggie stays healthy-ish this year. I could see it once, but I don't. I don't think he's going to have a second stint. I'm taking the over. Oh, he's come on, have a heart. I I just get nervous any anytime he does anything that approaches something athletic. You know. It, imagine in spring training, you know, they showed this footage of these, they're putting all these pads and tarps down and oh, guys are going to slide into these and Jacoby's sliding into, do you want Miguel doing that? Absolutely not. Well, <laughs> not I even mean, close. You have, the game of baseball, like sliding is still a thing. Like you have to run around the bases and do athletic things and his body just, yeah, you, you get a little, you get a little clenched when he does stuff like that. I'm yeah. I'm taking over. I, right. I think he's, he's it's tough. I I can definitely see where you're coming from, and I I genuinely hope you're wrong because it's going to be a lot better summer if if you are. Because you know he's got the back thing, the biceps thing. You just kind of you hold your breath. You do. 
Yeah. You do. All right. I'll go. Uh, 0.5 times that Matt Moore will be banished to the bullpen. Uh, I'm taking the over. I, I'm not, I don't know a ton about Matt Moore to be honest with you, but I'm less sold on him even than, than Ross. Did you, Ross is, did you watch the game today? No, I did not. It was not his best showing that may, that or, right? may or may not have directly led into this, this prediction. No, I didn't see, I didn't follow. I didn't catch it at all. He didn't get ripped re Garrett style, but he got, he got ripped pretty hard. I too will take the over. I would be surprised if he finished the year in the, in the rotation. Um, I, I'd love, I'd love for him to, I mean, he, right. he was a, a very highly regarded prospect. I was actually, I mean, you know how I am with prospects. I was, yeah. I was super into him back in the day. Just does he finish the year on the team? I think so. Okay. Um, under over 12 times we say DL instead of IL on the podcast. Oh, for sure. Over. <laughs> I'm, I'm so done with it already. Like, I mean, it's always you have been, to adjust. It's always been the deal. Like that's, it's it's very frustrating. I've seen Evan has had some issues with it, and if he can't get it yeah. straight, how how are us how, do people you, like us going to get it right? Do you get why they changed it? I can you, make some assumptions. Yeah, I mean, I I it makes sense to me why they yeah, changed it. I mean, I don't I don't have an issue with just it's it is going to be difficult it's take a for yeah. schlubs like us to get it. It's true. Um, okay, number uh, number three for me. Point five times that Spencer Turnbull is sent back down. Uh, he'll, ugh, hmm. Yeah, I, you know, there's always something goofy that happens in the year. There's way more uncertainty and up and down and flexibility with how this stuff goes. And so I'm going to take the over on that. I am too. I, was, I, I thought I was going to be able to. I, I, I do think he more or less sticks for the entire year in the rotation. But like you say, there is usually, you know, roster maneuvering that needs to be done that I could see him going down. There's way more roster volatility than you imagine at the beginning of the year. You go through dozens of players, extra players. Many of which are going to take the form of Ronnie Rodriguez and Dal Lugo. So that'll be fun. Hopefully not Lugo for a while. Um, moving right along. Kristen Stewart. All right. He's, speaking of up with the club, I think, the whole year. Um, his Zips projection is for 23 home runs this year. I'm, I, I, I think that's awfully optimistic. I'll peel it down to 20. Do you want under or over 20 home runs for Kristen Stewart? I like the over. And honestly, I like the over at, what did you say, 23? 23? I, I like the over there. I'm curious what the um, what the projection is for batting average because that's what I think is going right. to be the under. I think that he's going to hit for power. I just am not sure how much he's going to hit. How many how many players hit over 23 home runs for us last year? Ooh. One? Uh, zero. Zero. Nick hit exactly 23 last ah, year. You, you trickster. <laughs> um, that's a lot to ask for a rookie. Um, it isn't, though. Like, how many how many players yeah. in baseball hit 23 homers last year? Like, a lot. Kike yeah, Hernandez hit 20. Maybe this is just a lot for us. Yeah, like, <laughs> 23 is not a lot of home runs. We just we don't have anybody that can do it. Um, I'll, I'll take the under, but I'm, I'm, I'm really, I would hope for, I'm hoping for the over, obviously. Um, where was I at? Oh, number four. One time that we think Daniel Norris has figured it out in quotes. (sighs) But yeah, I I don't want to, I don't want to dog on Daniel Norris any more than I already have. Um, 
I think we're going to say he's figured it out at least twice. <laughs> so, so I'll take the over. Yeah, I, I, I was actually thinking right at one. Um, <laughs> I mean, there, there is no chance that we go through the whole year and don't see a performance that thinks, makes us think, oh, here he is. Here's this Daniel Norris. I mean, um, looking back at the last couple of years, how many times have we said that? Like, oh, yeah, this a, is a ton. Yeah. Oh, it's a wild ride with him. <laughs> it really is. Um, I want it so bad for him. He seems like a great kid. I'm yeah. beginning to yes. run out of patience as far as him actually doing it. Right. Um, over or under two and a half above average hitters uh, on the Tigers. Defined by OPS plus. So um, let me give you let me give you some context here. Please. Zips has projected for us two. Nick, they think, is going to do a 120 OPS plus. That means 20 percent above average. Miggy at a 118 and no one else above 100. Stewart, 98. Candelario, 93. Nico, 85. Those are the kind of some of the other reference points. Last year, we had Nick was the highest at 130. So I'm reading the previews here, and they're saying the Tigers, uh, there's, there's just a hole of where hitters should be. They don't have any good hitters. So do you think we'll have more than two above average league average hitters honestly i think we i think we will i think like i said i'm buying the kool-aid on mickey being healthy nick clearly has the ability to do it and i think there's kind of several players that could hop up into that range josh harrison um we've kind of poo-pooed him uh but like he has a track record of of being halfway decent um i think grayson griner over a course of a full year could be in that range I mean, I'm not saying it's likely, but I think sure. that, that he could be in there. And honestly, I think Nico, if he's playing most days, I think there's more chance for upside there than than they're giving him credit for. Um, yeah. And I think, I mean, Stewart could be delivering some power that can bump up that that yeah. slugging. Candelario. I, Candelario, I think, is a really good baseball player, but I think he was just so he we worked him so hard. Yeah, oh for you sure. Know, no and doubt he about just that. fatigued. So I think you know, I'm gonna take the over on that too. Um but I think when we get to the bottom half of our kind of lineup, it, it's gonna be rougher. It it sure will. Um next one, uh let's see, in or out, Shane Green in the top ten for saves in baseball this year. Uh, out below the top 10 in, in order to get saves you have to win that's <laughs> that is true um I'm gonna, I'm gonna take inside i think he there's so much volatility within the closer spot in baseball i could see him being one of only you know 15 closers that keep the job through the entire year um you know i i i, I genuinely think he's gonna do better than he did last year he's been really good in the spring not that i put a ton of yeah. stock in the spring um but he he I, I will say it until till he finally moves on. The stuff is there for him to be an incredible bullpen uh, piece. And I think that's, this is the year. Why not? This is the time for us to be optimistic. It, it's this year. That's pretty sunshiny of you. Yeah. That's a little sunshiny. It's kind of where this pot tends to go. Yeah, it's true. True story. Um, let's see. Where am I? Oh, over under one and a half all stars 
<laughs> for the a, Detroit Tigers. That's a tough one. I'm going to take under. I, I feel like we're at, we're a one player team right now. I, I think you're. I think you're right. Right. I yeah. mean, who who could it be? I mean, well, last year was Joe. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I think who, there's a pretty strong chance that it's him again. It could be Joe. It could be a guy like, if you used your imagination, Alcantara. Yeah, Alcantara. I feel like that's the same situation as Joe last year. You know, right? So you, if you squint, maybe Boyd. If you squint, I you'd have to be squinting real, real hard, like Costanza cool. pointing out the the raccoons yeah. to see that. Okay, one. okay, not not Boyd, maybe <laughs> Cab- Cabrera. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if he comes Nick? back and does Cabrera things, like, yeah, he's going to be an all-star. Nick, no. Nick, I mean, no. Uh, how many outfielders does he have to beat out to get the spot? I mean, that's Yeah, there's a lot of outfielders. That's true. So you'd have to have one of Jimenez, Alcantara, plus Cabrera. I, that's, that's, a, that's a tough – that's too much squinting. I'll, I guess I'm taking the under. Yeah, we, we'll be happy with our one and move along. <laughs> Speaking of Victor, um, higher or lower, second on the team in, peer, in appearances by Victor Alcantara. Higher or lower, second in the team in appearances. Um, I I think he's gonna get worked a lot, so I'm gonna take. So who's gonna work more than him? I, I, he, I, yeah, I'm taking the over. I think he's going to be top one or two in workloads for us for innings, for yeah. um, appearances, appearances. Yeah, it's going to be him or Joe as the, as yeah. one or two. I, I think that's pretty, pretty definite. Um, do you have any left? Um, this is I'm I'm violating the format, but I think this is an interesting question. More appearances as a designated hitter, Miguel Cabrera or Nicholas Castellanos? Oh, that's a good one. Honestly, I think I think it's gonna be Nick. I think Nick's more willing to accept that role. And I think they should, if their analytics are doing anything for them, they should be more eager to get Nick off the field. Yeah, Miggy's a better. Than I mean, health wise, it makes more sense with Miggy. But as far as actual being good in the field, it yeah, like you say, you gotta get Nick out of there. He's a significantly worse defender than Miggy is. I could also see him being a little more ornery about it. I don't know. I don't, I, well, maybe, well, maybe not. I mean, I can see Nick having more orneriness in him, but I think I think right. Miggy just he likes to play the field. I mean, he never he doesn't he doesn't give off the impression that he wants to DH. Whereas I could see Nick being able to be talked into it. Like, like, the key oh, with okay. that is to convince Nick that it's his idea that he should DH. Yeah. So I mean, how do you see the DH shaking out? I mean, uh, do you see a third, a third, a, th- a third Miguel, a third Nick, and a third? Um, blend? No, I no. see Cabrera playing first a lot more than, than two thirds of the time. Yeah, probably. I I see, I see about two thirds split between Nico and Hicks, and then one third split yeah, cause between Hick, between because Hicks Nick is going to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, that's all I have. Okay, I have three more. We'll Lay bust on. through these. Point uh, five Tigers pri- uh, pitchers traded by the trade deadline. They'll 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 trade somebody even if it's for a bag of balls. I would say. I, I bet they move somebody. I would hope so too. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Point uh, five amount of Reed Garretts we end the season with. Um, I think 
well, we we carried freaking Victor Reyes all year. If he if Garrett's any good, we carry him. I think it's he probably. Yeah, I think we. I think he ends up doing it. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the Victor Reyes precedent kind of overrides all rational thinking. I he right. he will be around the entire year because we kept Victor Reyes around. Uh, yep. Last one, four and a half starts for Blaine. I kind of couldn't come up with a different number, and we obviously had to have some sort of number for Blaine. You know who who else is going to jump up and grab some starts when when somebody gets hurt? Because somebody will get hurt. Yep. Um, I mean, your options are going to be Norris Carpenter or one of the kids. And I can't stand Carpenter. Funkhauser is maybe next, but otherwise it could be, but then you got to stretch them out and stuff like Blaine that. Blaine stays stretched out. Blaine's always ready to start. I'm not sure that I yeah, buy it. Cause you that. get that, you know, crazy bullpen start and Blaine would, you know, start a game like that. I don't know how much he's going to be starting. I, I'll take the under because I know you're going to take the over. I'll take the over. <laughs> no logic there. I just want to see it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Are you are you ready to move on to bold predictions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm assuming yes. that I have more. So why don't I go ahead and start again? Sure. Uh, the first one centers around uh, our boy Spencer Turnbull. I believe that he's going to lead the club in wins, FIP, and strikeouts and potentially be our all-star rep. Yeah, that's asking a lot. That's a Fulmer-esque year, rookie year. Yeah, but I mean, even if he's a notch below a Fulmer-esque rookie year, who on the team, I mean, take out the all-star bit, who on the team is for sure going to record more wins and strikeouts than him? Boyd. You think You think that's a guarantee? I think Boyd would have more wins easy. Maybe I think I think Turnbull has has far more better strikeout stuff than Boyd. I think if they think if right. they throw a similar amount of innings, you know, and obviously Boyd has, you know, the the experience carrying the load that Turnbull doesn't have. But if they throw a, throw a similar amount of innings, I I can for sure see him out striking out yeah. Boyd. I, this, this qualifies as a bold prediction, bold stamp of a bold prediction approval right there well thank you okay okay mine is going to be extremely hard to verify because (laughs) i think nobody's gonna (laughs) these are the best uh, kinds of predictions nobody's gonna like come out and admit it but my prediction is one of the color commentators falls asleep in the broadcast booth (laughs) they 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 straight up fall asleep i i for sure believe that and you know, there will be plenty of people put to sleep on their couches. There'll that's be a lot sure. of fans. There'll be a lot of fans. That's I, I, you know that warm Sunday afternoon is coming. Yeah, there's going to be drool on the on the lazy boy. Oh, they're going to be they're going to be perfect for Sunday afternoon. They really. I mean, I mean, just a it's only a slight step above golf for yeah. you know sleepability. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Uh, next one. Uh, only the aforementioned Spencer Turnbull will reach double digit victories. Okay, yeah, and that would be super sad, especially if Zimmerman is turning in the thirty starts that I I said before that he will be turning in. Okay, so last year's win total, Boyd had nine, Zimmerman had seven, Fires had seven, Liriano had five, Jimenez had five, no one else had five or more. What about you, Fulmer? You didn't list him. Fulmer had three. Hmm. Wins. Okay, he so only, so apparently he that lost twelve games. Apparently that wasn't as hot of a prediction as I thought it was going to be. Fulmer started twenty four games last year. Yeah, I guess that's true. He didn't make the full 
full slate of starts. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Um, Jacoby Jones brings a live t- a live chicken into the team shower. It's <laughs> very specific. Now, how you pissed would you be it. if it was like a live goose that he brought into the shower, not a chicken? Oh, the, <laughs> <laughs> ah, this I was way off. I had the wrong poultry altogether. Oh. <laughs> Um, he, Jacoby Jones is my new muse. The guy is the guy's fun. He, he is. He's he's a he's a frat bro tied in with like Gronk and a smirk. Uh, he's pretty fun. Mixed with okay. yeah, with Josh Donaldson. Like he he for sure drives dirt bikes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on there with Jacoby. A lot, a lot going like on. Uh, next one, Nico leads the team in RBIs. Why not? Oh well, um, yeah, you could, yeah. I mean, how would Castellanos not have more? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure Nico's not a better player. <laughs> well, you might not be wrong. All right, Nico, I'm, I'm digging that. Okay. Uh, the Tigers introduce a female Tigers mascot named Paula. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> We're going to need something to get through the year. I mean, you know, there's like Mrs. Matt and Mrs. Redlegs. And, there, you know, there's... You know the white the white caps have female mascots. Oh yeah, this is this is this is plaus- plausible. Plausible. Ooh, <laughs> Okay, uh, it could also be named Claudia. Oh, that dang! You were the master. Not to not to puff up your ego any bigger than it is. That's Those are the two choices. Uh, you know, m- menopause is probably not too good. far. Too far. Too. You know. Yeah. So Paula, I feel like is the best bet. Yeah, I like that. Um, next one. Two of the three free agent signings are broadly viewed as a success. Two out of three. You got Ross well, Harrison and, and Matt Moore. What about uh, Mercer? <laughs> uh, two out of four <laughs> free agent signings are broadly viewed as a success. <laughs> completely forgot about him for obvious reasons. He's he doesn't he doesn't spark a lot of. Uh excitement and the worst the, part the most is, interesting thing about him was his old glove that's all <laughs> and, i know and we're the we're the people that love the kind of marginal guys like that and even we can't get it up for jordy mercer maybe when the season comes well and we see you know get that full jordy mercer experience yeah. you know our hearts will be up strong yeah i'm i'm jordy. i'm counting on that I, I would for sure bank on that happening oh boy <laughs> all right um the the next bold prediction requires the use of air quotes. So I'm, I'm, I'm so Johnny Kane. Here comes the air quotes. Interviews an inab- inanimate object. <laughs> you know, it could be it could be a mistake, or it could be part of you know, like oh, we're doing something playful, but it's just awkward. So like he interviews a statue or something, like and they the like cut nachos. Yeah, we're going to get, yeah. So <laughs> they, they send him on some BS. It's been weird because um, Johnny Kane's been doing uh, like a play-by-play for high school sports. And I've been kind of watching some of this. And he's doing a serviceable job. He's he's a very talented guy. He's the, the Fox he's Sports equivalent of us. Guy. Yeah. He's a talented guy. Let's let's go easy with the varies. <laughs> Johnny, you're very, very talented to me. Don't let don't let Eric poo poo you. 
Uh, next one. Tigers are within shouting distance of the division lead at the All-Star break and finish within a shouting distance of the division champ. I, ho- I hope you shout loud. <laughs> I hope you are a loud shouter. It's a, it's a relative uh, term. That's like saying, oh, uh, I'm, you know, this this restaurant's within an eight iron distance. Yeah. It's never that close. Uh, just depends it's on how far you hit your eight iron. You better, you know, people hit eight irons a lot further than I do. I can tell you that. Ugh. In all seriousness, I don't think we're going to be as bad this year as people are bracing for. I don't think we're going to be good. I don't think we're going to, you know, make anyone cringe okay. as we come into town. But I give don't me a think couple of reasons be... for your hope. I think what there are some pieces that if things go right for them can, you know, Turnbull. I think that there are there's reason to believe that he is going to turn in a very good season. Matt Boyd, there's a re- there's reasons to believe that he can be a league average starting pitcher. Miggy, he could bounce back. Josh Harrison, there's some talent there kind of. Um Candelario and Christian Stewart, you know, they they take the next step. Like obviously, the a lot of these are you know, rose rose tinted spectacles two days before opening day. But I think that if you're going into the year uh, hoping that we win 60 games, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. And that's not, well, that, I didn't even mention the garden hire effect. He doesn't let guys quit. Stop it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be the other side of the, this coin this year. I mean, you're uh, going, ha- you're going full uh, rain cloud this year. Is that how this right. is going to be? Yeah, I, a little bit of rain cloud. Let me let me tell you, Evan Woodbury had a terrific story about some of the projections. Baseball per- prospectus had us at 66 and 96. Fangraphs had us at 66 and 96. Fulmer, the loss of Fulmer shaved two wins. They had it at 68 wins and then Fulmer went down, which makes sense because Zips had him as our number one player as as considered by war. They had Fulmer as a 2.6 war player. Which, yeah, you peel him off. That's a that's a couple wins. Um, so last year we won 64 games. So we're projected to be two wins better than last year. This is nowhere near 81 wins, which it would take for us to be 500. Now, Evan broke down. These projections are usually not that far off. I mean, occasionally the Royals, you know, the the projections always hated the Royals, and that was a kind of a joke for a while. But these usually are relatively accurate. I think we are far, far more likely a 100-loss team than a 500 team. Yeah, and the reason I, is because we are at the top lens of players, the top layer of tier of players that we have are thin. And it just takes one or two guys to get hurt and they will get hurt. And then we're reaching into the barrel for some – we're not pulling up our top prospects. I mean Daz Cameron is not coming up right away. You know, how much Dustin Peterson are you going to play? I mean – Okay, you think Turnbull's good? Sure, okay. But Moore or, um, you, you know, Boyd is out for an extended period of time. You're reaching for a guy like Funkhauser or something like, like that. And not that he doesn't have promise, but they're young yet. And it, it can become a, a poo show, <laughs> as they say. It could in a big hurry. Keep a little friendly here for the kills. Oh, but so I... <laughs> 
given my if you gave me two cha- choices, say, Eric, is this going to be a hundred loss team or is this going to be a five hundred team? I'm taking a hundred losses for sure. Yeah, I I I can't I don't disagree think we're in with shouting that. distance of the league. I know it's a bold prediction. You want to be it's it's fun, but this team I don't think is going to be particularly good. You think we win sixty nine games? Do we win sixty nine games? <laughs> I do not think we win sixty nine. I think we that win. would be nice, though. I think we win win sixty nine right on the nose. You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Jacoby would love that. He would love that. That'd be a fitting way to honor Gronk's retirement. Um, <laughs> do you have any other any other bold predictions? No, not particularly. All right, I have one more. There will be another animal on the field. <sighs> That's a pretty good one. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like you got a like, you know thirty percent chance of that. I, I hope I, so. That would be that would make the whole summer worth it. I feel like I was so close to predicting a Rod and Mario fight on the show. And I think I said something about them swearing on air or something like that. Oh, yeah. You've, you predicted uh, that for several years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And we came close. But I should have I should have projected predicted like 45 seconds of solid, you know, silence and <laughs> anger. That's close. You'd hit it right on the nose. Oh, man. All right, that's what I got. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcast Llanos. So Eric, you asked the listeners for uh, their bold predictions for this year. And they did not disappoint. Um, I'll just read out some, and you can give your rapid-fired feedback, and we'll try and get through as many of these as we can. Are you comfortable with that? Let's do it. All right, first one comes in from at Viva Tigres, uh, Jennifer Cozy. I predict that the uh, Tigers will sign Austin Jackson, and your last name is the same as Batman's, so that's cool. Yeah. So Jen has a thing for Austin Jackson. Don't we all? it's, It's a little... It's a little obsessive. Um, that's that's a fine prediction. And yes, uh, there's there's a lot of Batman really. I didn't in, in, inhabiting me. I didn't realize why everyone was complimenting you slash us until I read your <laughs> yes, tweet. I put it in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. man, people are just really nice. Hey, that's the toll. That's the toll for <laughs> participating. Uh, at Eric Lloyd, he has two. Um, Cabrera hits his 500th career home run this season and makes September watchable as he chases it. And if he plays in 145 games, he will be top three in MVP voting. Uh, that's to me insanity. Top three. <laughs> <laughs> How do you really feel about it? 
Uh, Eric has a, has a snappy first name, which I appreciate, but top three in MVP. V, and I'm going to stop. No, it's not happening. I could see it. Okay. I'm just kidding. I, I don't think it'll probably happen either. Um, what else we got? Hence me thinking that Nico leads the team in RBIs. Uh, right. At Tech Jansen says, Tigers will be within three games of the division leader at the All-Star break, and I would like to have a beer with you. Um, no, and sure. I don't know that you want to be promising this to, to internet randos. Sorry, sorry, Tech. Um, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, um, it kind of goes along with, with my shouting distance. That would be maybe a little bit uh, less of a shout than I was imagining. I was imagining a, a f- much further distance shout. <laughs> um, but I do like that the tw- you have the Twins as a divisional leader. Um, I don't know that that's going to happen, but... Pretty, the Yale Central is going to suck. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty Maybe. over the Indians at this point. So, yeah. Uh, next one uh, at Cam underscore Gerard. Salted caramel bit bits. Now, that's a good prediction. I'd like to see that. Are bit bits still a thing? I haven't I haven't gotten much uh, bit bit advertising wash over me. Maybe when I get to the park here, I'll see that triple crown logo. I hope the so. Bit-bits. I mean, did, yeah. did you ever have any? They were they're decent. I mean, they, they taste like um, they're fine. Nestle Crunch. It's not exactly yeah, it's, like a culinary revolution, but they're fine at the ballpark. It's fine candy. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Troya says Spencer Turnbull wins eight games and and is in the running for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he 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 must be your spirit animal because you are feeling the feeling the Turnbull. I think Turnbull wins fifteen. I'm just I'm just kidding. That that would be why not? <laughs> why not? We're going to bizarro land. Speaking of Troyes, Jeremy Troy asks uh, or says, uh, Jordan's smoking lady is returning to her spot slash, slash perch in her driveway. Her resting spot. Her that would be yeah, a her big, resting spot. That would be a big development. Don't, don't even throw that out there. That that would be. I very much would like for that not to happen again. Could have, you know, put some bait out there so she comes back what kind of bait do you put out for someone to smoke in your driveway it's not a bear you don't throw out like apples or whatever it's a resting spot maybe a nice cushion yeah i, I suppose like that makes sense yeah all right next one uh at tiger at tigers fan mags daniel norris takes over a spot in the rotation after an injury and reaches his true potential okay that's not that crazy could, could certainly happen I would like for this one to happen. Um, I think of all yeah. the ones that I've seen so far, this is the one that like him turning into a league average or better starting pitcher would be massive for the team. Like that would yeah. be such we are a Nor- big. We are Norris fans. We want him to succeed. I do at least. I do it's too. It's just, it's been a little rocky. Uh, Brett Yoder says, you guys have made me a happier, more rational Tigers fan. That's, that's Ooh. nice. We appreciate it. Um, bold prediction: Tigers will finish with a top five rotation in the AL, mostly due to Boyd, Zimmerman, and Turnbull. I think the Tigers will finish with a top five rotation in the AL Central. Ooh, that's a shot. <laughs> There's what 15 teams in in the AL. I could see them being a top 12 rotation. <laughs> wow, generous. <laughs> Uh, at Leland's Lung uh, says the Tigers oh, go 78 and 86 and win the Central Division. 
Turnbull wins Rookie of the Year, Moore and Ross flame out, and that you throw the first pitch at a Whitecaps game to Lance Parrish and bruise his hand. Uh, yeah, I do throw that straight fire, for sure. Wait a minute. So he's predicting that 78 and 86 wins the Central Division? And that we By win 78 math, games with Moore and Ross flaming out. I mean, that I'm not good at math, but how many games below 500 is that? Uh, like six, four, eight, eight. That seems bad. This seems unlikely to me. I don't, like we said, the division is terrible. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's just uh. At Steve Butts, not one butt, two butts. I guess plural butts. Any any amount of butts. Um. More than one butt. Daz Cameron will play for the, uh play for the big league club before September this season. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. How's that for an answer? It's good. Uh, it wouldn't totally surprise me. It wouldn't, wouldn't totally surprise me. I, I kind of agree with that. I don't think that it's likely, but I definitely wouldn't rule it out, especially considering the two guys in front of him are Jacoby Jones and Mikey Mato. They might get to a point where they need a body. Like, we need somebody to play center field for us. Yeah. Um, a lot of optimism. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, Rob Hyde says, uh, we have the best bullpen in the AL Central and finished second overall in the standings. This won't last long. This, all, <laughs> this, all this happiness. You're familiar with how Twitter works. It will not. Also, your podcast is my true marker of spring returning. Just hearing the few, uh, first few intro notes puts the long, dark days of winter behind me. That's very nice, even though you did uh, elicit all of this praise for us. Hey, you know, we got get, to get prime the pump a little bit, you know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nicholas Holler, Tigers win 65 to 70 games. That that's that tracks. Zimmerman pitches well enough to be traded. Less so. Uh, Castellanos yeah. is still on the team after the deadline against a club friendly extension. Miggy wins AL yeah. Comeback Player of the Year. Is that actually an award? Do they do they give that out in baseball? Play, comeback Player of the Year. Yeah, uh, I think so. Okay. Also, is it called the Potty? I mean, PO Player, player of, of the, the year. year. I mean, that's Comeback Potty. Feels like an odd, odd point to get hung up on, but yeah, I mean, sure, they can call it that. I wasn't sure if it was real, so you can, you can abbreviate it however you'd like. I think he's going to win the comeback potty. <laughs> I very much believe that you think he's going to win the comeback potty. Um, all right, let's move on here. Uh, <laughs> this is a good one. Ta- Kyle Walney, Tigers rotation is so bad that they end up leading the league in bullpen innings pitch. Joe, <laughs> Joe throws over 80 innings. Sure, why not? That's it's realistic. You know who would love that? Who would love that? Joe. Yes, Joe. <laughs> Joe would love to see his photo as many places as possible, I think. Uh, David Fleece says, Tigers make us super excited with a gimmicky win streak and then fizzle out. Somewhere near and dear, someone near and dear will be traded. Um, and you and him throw a round of disc golf together before the season finishes. Yeah. I mean, if creepers want to hang out, I mean, disc golf and beer are the best ways to attract my attention. How do you feel about the Zubass slash Rally Goose gimmicky win streak? I love that stuff. I Yeah, it's supposed to it's a it's it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. It's in it's an entertainment product. Now, I don't need WWE, but I, I like the fun stuff. Why not? 
Oh yeah, definitely. You know, like the the mantises and you know the funny haircuts and uh, Aubrey Huff wearing a thong. Like this is this is good stuff. I want I, you know, there's no crying in baseball, but there are thongs. All right, two more. Uh, at Lawn Steak Ball, J.D. Martinez has a better year than Dowell Lugo. Well, of course. What? He's he's making a joke that that what you know that Lugo was traded, you know, for JD. Yeah, it's, I, it's not that outre- outrageous. I, I I caught your joke, even if even if Eric's a bummer. Uh, and last one, <laughs> the Russ White Bonderman on a Stell Cell and Cocaine Bender finally learns changeup at age thirty six and, and wins Cy Young. Wait a minute, Jeremy Bonderman is only thirty six. Is that an is that an actual number? I don't know. I mean, it's it's what he's quoting us. He's got to be Bonderman's got to be older than that. Once again, you have a magic device in your hand with all kinds of knowledge. Read the next question. I'm looking it up. Um, okay, <laughs> quickly he goes back and he's pulls 36. Open. He's 36. Wow. Good good knowledge, Russ. All right, let's <laughs> let's move on to your power rankings before this descends any further. Yeah, um, I'll try to keep it a little bit brief. That feels we'll, good. We'll feels like we feels like we've ran long tonight. I don't have any basis for that, but it feels like we have. And we're going to keep it a little lighter. This came up like a few weeks ago, and I was surprised I haven't done it before. And that is breakfast cereal. Oh yeah, that's right. Everybody likes breakfast and breakfast cereal. We're mm-hmm. going we're going to try it, shall we? We shall. Top seven. This is a real power rankings first for me at number seven, and then I'm going to bend to the pressure of the populace. Normally, I would not, you know you know, be bend in the breezes of popular opinion. But I feel like at number seven, I have to say golden grams because otherwise everybody's going to dog on me because golden grams is a very popular choice. Golden grams have, has a very nice texture. It is just okay for me though. I completely agree. Definitely. The texture is fine. The rest of it is. Yeah. It's, it's just okay. Number six is Oreo O's. If I'm going chocolate experience with my cereal, I want Oreo O's. The little flecks of, uh, you know, kind of frosting on the outside. It's a good shape, I feel like, for a cereal. The O is is a nice, and it's a good size. Oreo O's is a pretty good cereal. It's, I don't know that I knew that existed. That's interesting. Oh, they're tasty. Uh, number five uh, is our first, um, I'll say, adult cereal. <laughs> it's, it's for grown-ups. It's for the, it's the 18 and over crowd. And that is... Raisin Nut Bran. Ugh, what is wrong with you? Raisin Nut Bran is delicious and is proof of me that, like, not everybody wants to get rich. Because if somebody wanted to be rich, all they would have to do is sell the little raisin nut clusters that are in the Raisin Nut Bran, and you would just, you would make all the money that you'd ever want in the world. Because they are so good. The little nut-covered raisins. But evidently, not everybody wants to be rich. Sure. Yeah, that's that's the statement, I believe. Yeah. Definitely. Number four is Cinnamon Life. I love the um, the architecture of the Life <laughs> cereal. The structure is is so good for me. And cinnamon is the 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 premier flavor of the Life cereal. I, yeah, definitely. I right. yeah. can't disagree with that. Number three is Fruity Pebbles. You would. I, 
you know, there's some times in life where you just need that real rush of artificial color and flavor. <laughs> you know, you don't want something natural and brown. You you want like electricity coming out of your bowl for breakfast. Yeah, that's Fruity Pebbles. That's, that's disgusting. You, that's such a terrible take. I've gotten a little, you know, my, my, my palate has matured as I've gotten into the more adult series. But as a kid... And even as a teen, I wanted nothing else than to crush a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. They're still good. <laughs> this is an, number two is also a very refined choice for, for, for a seasoned palate. But th- this is a strong choice. And that is Honey Bunches of Oats. It is so good. The flakes are are light and delicate, and it's got um, you know a really nice kind of uh, these bunches of oats are kind of a, a semi granola, but they are they're appropriately blended with the other cereal. And I love I like honey bunches of oats a lot. This, you can get cinnamon. There's different varieties, but they're all pretty good. Yeah, nah, nah. We have very different tastes, I think, in cereal. I, I have a list of like five that that. I'm going to guess here for, for your number some honor- one. There's way too many that I like that I could not get on my list. I have a lot of honorable mentions. Okay. But there's to me, there's no question that there is a number one. The num- number you- one is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Without a doubt. Okay. Everybody should. I'm, I'm impressed. We're, we're on the same wavelength there. Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody should, you know, bow at the feet of cinnamon toast crunch superiority everything is perfect about this cereal yep. the texture the nice flat texture the flavor is cinnamony and and not overdone and it leaves you with a beautiful cinnamon milk residue that's, that i love to yeah. oh a, re, a real man will drink his milk no after. i i for sure don't drink the milk yeah, yeah, it's absolutely it's you tainted. have to drink the milk it's so no also it, drinking the, milk the, in general essence, is, is odd and, t- and weird the, the essence of the cereal has infused the milk and it just makes it all that more delicious. It's so good. But Cinnamon Toast Crunch is for sure number one. For sure. Okay, losers. Um, at third <laughs> the worst, I have Honey Smacks. Hmm. It, the shape is weird. It's too thick. The texture <clears throat> is just wrong. The flavor. I don't like Honey Smacks. I don't know Even I've ever seen tried that Honey stupid Smacks. frog with his scoop. <laughs> Just drives me. I don't want your frog cereal, Honey Smacks. Yeah, Honey Smacks. This is going to be counterintuitive because I loved Raisin Nut Bran so much, but I hate like regular Raisin Bran. Yeah, it's designed but, to make uh, you poop, right? I mean, that's kind of the only purpose it serves. Well, I, I do like Bran flakes, like Wheaties and stuff. I mean, it's fine, but the Raisin Bran just with the. I don't want the raw raisins in there. They get hard and crusty. No, <laughs> I don't want Raisin Bran. Anything else get hard and crusty? <clears throat> number one worst cereal do you got a guess i i really don't what cereal is bad almost just... captain crunch okay, captain that, that's crunch fair the, the thing is with captain crunch is it's it's too abrasive it's like chewing on um you know some some slag or something like that <laughs> Like driveway gravel, I, it tears up your the your hard palate. It's not a, um, a a pleasant experience in your mouth. Yeah, and there's some stuff that you eat that tears up the roof of your mouth, and you're like, eh, it was worth it. Captain yeah, Crunch would never be worth it. Yeah, it's 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 cellul- cellulose. I, I just don't like it. And the Captain Crunch is whack. It's wiggity whack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Eric. I love cereal, and that was Power Rankings. 
All right, so I want to hear your um, your honorable mention. I've I have a few that I'm okay. I'm shocked didn't get didn't get any run. Honorable mentions would include Lucky Charms. Yeah, okay, there I you go. Mm-hmm. Honey Nut Cheerios, which yeah, are the, that's a good choice. the best of the Cheerios. I didn't have I like either of those down, but all definitely have a claim at the top seven. Frosted Mini Wheats are pretty good. I'm old enough to remember when they had like the logs of mini wheats. They, they were huge and you had to break them up. The fro- That's why they were called mini wheats because they used to be huge and they're, and they used to be unfrosted. It's, Ugh, who you would know, want them yeah, unfrosted? That's yeah. disgusting. Shredded wheat has a shady and, and poor history, but frosted mini wheats are pretty good. And I like how they absorb the milk and you get just like big milk laden wheats. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Reese's Puffs. Yes, that pr- that for sure would have been my number two. Like, there's no, yeah. no going around Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but I think Reese's would have been my number two. Reese's Puffs probably should have made the top. Probably over Golden Grams. Definitely yeah. over Golden Grams. Screw Golden Grams. I don't. I don't want any blowback on Twitter. Golden Grams are trash. Um, so I like Special K with the dried strawberries. Oh, for your Those for your are- lady gut. Yeah, I have, I have a delicate disposition. No, I okay. actually don't mind that either. They used to have that. You know the like at uh, Continental Breakfast that they have like the the things that you turn the wheel and it comes out. Yeah, of out? course. They used to have yeah. the that at um actually both in the wheels like that at both of the colleges that I ended up going to. Oh so yeah, I, I've eaten a decent Drunk amount of that. Yeah. Um. Here's some dishonorable mentions. Some other trash cereals would include <laughs> Fruit Loops. Again, yeah. too abrasive. Yeah. And yeah, not good. Corn pops are crud. Corn pops. Corn pops. They're like, they look like little nuggets of abrasiveness. They're bad corn. <laughs> Honeycomb is not good. They're too big. The structure is okay, but they're not that good. Right. Honeycombs are. Um, grape nuts are know. like little. They're like little bran pellets. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. You are you, you very like experienced with cereal. I have to say, like, you've oh, sampled yeah. many cereals. Well, my mother, when I was growing up, was. N- I shouldn't trash her since she appears, <laughs> her voice appears on that. And every but show. She was, a, she was not really much of a culinary mm, achiever. <laughs> she didn't have a lot of different. So I may end up, you know, having a lot of cereal as a child. I still like cereal. The only one that I have left on my list that you haven't addressed one way or the other Frosted Flakes. Yeah, that's strong, strong choice. I yes. do. Oh, I have it. Oh, here's it. I have it written down here. Yeah, that's good. That's part of what why else? I love going to hotels so much is because that's when you get the the chance to eat Frosted Flakes. Like, don't don't yeah. give me the the waffle maker. Forget about that. I want the Frosted Flakes. And if they don't have that, I will literally scream in the in the hotel lobby. And the thing is, you're not eating it at home because it requires you to buy like a metric ton, like a big box of Frosted Flakes. And you're kind of like, eh, there's so many better cereals. But when you're on the road, you know. Well, no, I don't. I don't. I don't buy it at home because you, I know for a fact that I should not be eating cereal. And if there is cereal there, I will eat cereal. Yeah. I yeah, I yeah. love cereal. Yeah, me any, too. Any other? Uh, how do you feel about Cookie Crisp? I, I'm kind of not feeling Cookie Crisp. I don't know if I've had Cookie Crisp. It's, it sounds um, good. It sounds like a great idea. Other trash ones are kind of tricks. I don't like tricks. Um, and Apple Jacks are not. Oh, I, I liked so, Apple Jacks. And yeah, they're okay for me. They're just okay for me, dog. <laughs> All <laughs> right, we should we should probably call it quits on, 
on this episode. We've we've been rambling for a long time. I think we lost Sorry. lost the way somewhere somewhere about the midway point. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcast Yanos. On Instagram, I am at Jordino Floor, and I believe you are at Comeric Eric. Do you ever post pictures? Yeah, occasionally. I feel like every fifth episode, I'll ask you. Oh wait, you're on Instagram oh. too, aren't you? Yeah. Um, and we'd love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud wherever you've listened to the show. Um, we rambled for a long time, so we can get out of here. Eric, do you, do you have anything else to say to the people before the season opens, opening day on yeah. Thursday? Yeah, my final thought is this is a leisure pursuit. You, you, most of you who are listening are not doing this for work or as a responsibility. Baseball and and if you are, you really should probably find a different pod yeah. to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun with the season. Watch some baseball or don't watch, whatever. Pay attention to the stuff that gives you joy and shut out some of the haters. It's a leisure pursuit. It's it's fun, friends. If you can't have fun with it, I don't know, go blow bubbles or watch Game of Thrones or something. But it's fun. It's baseball. It's good. Couldn't agree more. Um, next week this time, we will have actual baseball to discuss. Are you, are you, you're gone next week, right? I will be on the road. Yes. This is um, probably yeah. something we can discuss after. Um, I'll, sure. Don't worry. I'll cut this part out saying that I definitely will not. Um, but anyway, we will <laughs> catch you guys next week and eat them up tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 